Tonight, there will be 20-point shots to the upper corner of the goal. There will be extra points for bicycle kicks. There will be a cannon firing balls straight up into the air. All of these incredible abominations will be on your screen tonight at the MLS All-Star Skills Challenge. And Jeff Reuter is here with a guide to the most ridiculous event of the year. I'm Alex Abnos from The Athletic, and this is Soccer Every Day for Tuesday, August 9th. Okay, it is the MLS All-Star break, which means many of MLS's biggest stars are in the Minneapolis-St. Paul metropolitan area. Also in the Twin Cities is my colleague, All-Star athletic soccer reporter, Jeff Reuter. Uh, Jeff, the MLS All-Stars take on the, the Liga MX All-Stars tomorrow in the actual All-Star game to determine once and for all which league is better. After this, you can't have you can't have that discussion anymore. It's over. That's why they're playing the game. After this, we can stop uh, talking about it. I'm pretty sure that's why they're doing it. Uh, but like I said, the game itself is tomorrow. It is of, shall we say, dubious importance. And though it's occasionally fun, I am here today to talk to you about the thing that's happening tonight. The Skills Challenge at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. It is on ESPN2. It is in Espanol on 2DN. It is in Canada on TSN or TVA Sports. Jeff, I find myself getting more and more excited for the MLS All-Star Skills Challenge every single year. Yeah. Why is that? Are you excited for this? I'm oh, yeah. For this. I'm, I mean, first of all, like no writer asks for a major week of events to be dropped in their backyard. That's never <laughs> happened. But I will say that selfishly, I was very glad that the Skills Challenge was dropped in my backyard. Um, Absolutely. I think that the skills challenge has the potential to capture some of the like fan intrigue and zeitgeist that you only ever really see around like the NBA slam dunk contest in terms of these all-star weekends, a good all-star game is you get to see your favorite players, the biggest stars do their thing for a short amount of time, not risk their bodies on injuries, whatever in a meaningless game and then check off. And then you see them joking around. Baseball has like the pinnacle, in my opinion, of an all-star game. It's fixed outcome. It's a bunch of small events. You can see Shohei Otani pitch and you can see him hit and it's not going to be that different. But a soccer all-star game is so difficult to get that same sort of energy. You're so used to watching these teams in Major League Soccer, but other leagues, of course, that you watch. You're so used to seeing these well-orchestrated teams, these give-and-go movements that seem second nature. And, and these players, as good as they are, they don't have those sorts of relationships on the field. So often these all-star games are uh, players figuring it out and still trying to impress in that same way that we were talking about. But it's hard to in the showcase, especially in you're playing against, in this case, the Liga Mekis All-Stars, who are going to be similarly disjointed but wanting to prove a point. The skills challenge has <laughs> no comparison. There's nothing comparable. You, you maybe watch a team social media account post videos on Twitter or TikTok of like a crossbar challenge or something or, you know, an Olympico challenge trying to take quarter kicks and put them in the net. Um, but you don't have that back and forth of truly great players from other teams trying to one-up each other. And so I think that there's something about this that's just really unique, really fun. You get to see players just kind of loosen up a bit, but the competitive side still comes up. Some bag of tricks is opened up a little bit broader. I'm so excited for it. It's funny because MLS has gone through so many iterations of its all-star game. They tried for a while to make it a serious sort of measuring stick sort of thing in a, in a friendly against, you know, European uh, opponent of varying uh, reputation. Yeah. And uh, but the moments that I remember from 
all of the many MLS All-Star games are the moments where it's gotten very, very silly. And uh, I feel like this is a good opportunity for them to get that. Uh, so, Jeff, um, I, I also just want to mention, you know, some purists may be rolling their eyes at, at the idea of a skills challenge. I just want to say for the record, I told some of our colleagues in the UK about the MLS All-Star Skills Challenge this morning. I was expecting to get to get laughed out of the Zoom call, shut off and asked never to return. <laughs> The response was incredibly positive. They loved it. It would be yeah. interesting to see if any European league uh, gets over itself and tries something similar uh, sometime soon. It would be awesome. I, I don't see any reason that this can't take off in like pretty much any competition. Um, you know, of course, you have to line up all of your event by event sponsors that MLS tends to do, and you know, find the shooting challenge brought to you by Cheetos or whoever does it. But, <laughs> um, that's really it. That's the, that's the only thing that's going to be some work for some leagues, but. I love it. I'm so excited. Well, let's go event by event here, Jeff. Uh, now that we've talked about how excited we are, let's talk about what we're excited about. I want you to give me a quick overview of what the rules are for these events, because sometimes the name itself doesn't quite get across sort of what is happening, like what yeah. they're actually competing to do. So let's start with uh, maybe the most basic one of all, the shooting challenge. What does this look like? Yeah, and I really wish Mario Balotelli had made his every window rumored move to MLS after the shooting challenge to redeem himself after one of the all-time silly moments. Um, was that a friendly? That was a friendly against the Galaxy, but he It was a friendly against the Galaxy. Not an all-star moment, but it might might as well have been. <laughs> world-class moment, honestly. So, sadly, no Balotelli, but what it is, is the goal has been uh, fixed with a lot of um, different numbers across the piping of it, basically. And three players per league are going to be shooting at these targets. So uh, the upper 90, the upper corner on each side is going to be worth 10 points. You've got 10 points also for dead up center, um, goalkeeper's head, I guess. Uh, the bottom right. corners and then the far sides of each are going to be five. And then there's a couple of two-pointers. Um, that you can get just for rolling a ball to the left or the right of the stand-in goalkeeper, who uh, I don't think it's actually going to be a goalkeeper. I'm pretty sure it's just going to be a giant block or something that's in the middle of the goal so that you can't just get tap-ins. But right. um, it, like you said, seems very, very straightforward. You're just racking up points. You're shooting for the corners. Um, or if it's quicker for you to line up your shots to the sides, even better. But um, this one seems, yeah, cut and dry. Uh, I don't Familiar. know if that's really going to prove any points, but fun. <laughs> Familiar to anybody that's played FIFA and tried to do the the skill games or the, yeah. the loading screen games uh, as, yes. as they wait as they wait for the for the game to actually load. Uh, moving on to something that's a little bit less obvious just by name alone, the touch challenge. Mm. Uh, when I envision this, I think of like you know at Borussia Dortmund they have the football not machine where it's like the big square and they rifle in balls at you and you have to control it. I'm guessing yeah. that's not what it is because that seems like not something that would be made for television. Yeah, probably not. Right. But I will say I don't want to like credit sponsorships. For other. This one was actually very well sponsored because it's Old Spice for the touch challenge. And I think that there's uh -huh. something great about a body wash getting the touch challenge. But um, what it is, it's again, three players per league, two passers, one receiver. Um, the receiver will collect chip balls from their teammates that are launched high for, or orb. So it's either the teammates going to kick one in or there's going to be a ball launcher in some cases. I think that tries to get a little more height for difficulties reasons. And they have to redirect each ball with the first touch um, into one of four targets that have varying values of points. So it actually looks okay. a little bit like a ski ball um, where you, you're just trying to get to the corners or a certain amount of points the further you get up. Sure, There's sure, three sure. different okay. ones. So the center is five, just kind of a dead center. And then you have 10 points and then 20 points again for the corners. Any that lands in the apparatus remains there, but does not make it into a target. So again, you will see four circles on this target. 
they're worth two points. If they just land on there, it's kind of like beanbags. If you don't get it in the hole, it's still worth one point if it's on the board. So, okay. um, yep, the final five um, will be launched from behind the apparatus. So instead of you trying to redirect with momentum, you're trying to cancel the momentum entirely. Those will be worth double points. So that should be fun. Interesting. Okay, cool. So moving on after the right that, word. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's just, I, you never know how these things are going to work out. And I can't wait to find out. Uh, yeah. Moving on from that, after that, we have the cross and volley challenge. Jeff, this sounds already just from the name alone, very similar to the touch challenge. But yeah. it seems like it actually isn't because it's got it's got some different elements going on. Here. Yeah, yeah, it does. This is also going to bring in more people and bring in the goalkeepers who were brought into this event. And we'll get into the goalkeepers role to play a little bit later in this, I think. Um, but uh, what it is, there will be eight players per team. So six field players and two goalkeepers. And uh, what they will be doing, they will have people outside of the 18-yard box sending in crosses to a player who's in the center behind the penalty spot. So there will be a little bit of distance between them and the goalkeeper standing in front of them. And as the crosser serves the ball in, the shooter must receive the ball and volley a shot, not settle it, volley it past the opposing goalkeeper. Okay. So this so this seems like <laughs> it is potentially the closest thing that we'll have to a slam dunk contest, but yeah, in a soccer context. Because when you get into like the scoring, it's not just you got a goal that's one point, right? Which would be what you and I would do, I think, if sure. you were setting this up, right? I, we're not right. as athletic as these people. We've both coming off of injuries in the last year, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think we could do uh, what they're going to do because 20 points will be awarded for any bicycle or scissor kick that is scored Amazing. past the goalkeeper. 15 points for a standard one-touch goal. 10 points for a two-touch goal that doesn't hit the ground. So if you need it up in the air or whatever and then send it over to try to get more control. Five points for any half volley scored um, after the ball hits the ground one time. So if it hit, you can hit the ball on the ground once. And if it okay. hits twice or if it settles, rolls, whatever, no points. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Very, very interesting. Okay. Yeah. After that, we have the passing challenge, uh, which I don't know. It seems like kind of a letdown after what is yeah. what essentially amounts to a slam dunk contest. But why don't you tell me about the passing challenge? Yeah. Um, there's just going to be a variety of targets. This is another one that feels a little bit like one of the FIFA loading screen things. There's going to be a lot of different targets. Um, players, one player per team will have this head to head. Um, 60 seconds, they have to simultaneously compete in a race to be the first to hit each of the four targets with passes um, before attempting the final pass, all caps, it's Major League Soccer, uh, on a target, a specific target that is last. Um, so like the eight ball in a pool game, I guess. Um, okay. And then you win the round. There will be up to three rounds. I don't necessarily know why. I think it's you win two out of three is what it sounds okay. like. So the first team to win two rounds um, gets one point in the skills challenge scoreboard. And that's the thing. All of these events are worth one point. So slam dunk okay. contest may be way more difficult, but if for whatever reason you cannot hit your volley, if you're not good on your bike or whatever, uh, just play it safe. Get a get Carlos heel on the passing challenge, rack up that point, move on to the next thing. And the MLS all-star skills challenge closes with a training ground <sighs> staple, yes. the crossbar challenge. Uh, Jeff, I think, People that have seen these on social media, kind of they, even just from the name alone, you can guess you, get it. Uh, yeah. you have to hit the crossbar from a certain distance away. But how are they sort of formalizing this for the purposes of this contest? 
Yeah, seven players per team simultaneously competing. So it's not going to be alternating, which is okay. merciful, uh, frankly. Um, sure. But yeah, it's going to be chaos. Um, they call it one final electrifying event in the press release, which, you know, what could go wrong there? Um, sure. And uh, yeah, they will line up at the top of the 18-yard box. And then, well, three players per team will be zone one, top of the 18-yard box. And then four players will be in zone two, which is 40 yards out from goal. So you will also have players much closer who will be trying to, or will hope basically that the long shots aren't going to be knocking their trajectory off course because they're more likely to hit. So there could be a little bit of defensive action, which I'm really excited for. Um, I just want chaos, man. I want chaos. We've got Hector Herrera on the MLS (laughs) All-Stars, or at least in the skills challenge this year. I want some chaos. Well, speaking of chaos, there is one more event that is taking place in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is it has a small but extremely devoted fan base. <laughs> and Jeff, I know both you and I are part of this fan base. Yes. Uh, they did it on a, on a much, much earlier uh, version of the MLS All-Star Skill, Ch- Skill Challenge back at the, you know, in the early 2000s. Uh, you can find clips of it on YouTube. I'm referring, of course, to Goalie Wars, yeah. uh, which involves uh, basically two goals on a hilariously short field and two goalies rifling the ball at each other as hard as they can, either yeah. by kicking it or by throwing it. <laughs> right. it's, uh, it's amazing. There's nothing else like it. And they're bringing it back. However, Jeff, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to see if you are not in the stadium yeah. uh, in St. Paul. What's, what, what's, what's going on with this? Which is a bummer. It sounds like this is something that was talked about on Extra Time's live show, which they did on Sunday night. I was part of it, which was a lot of fun. But Susanna Collins mentioned that they're bringing it back during commercial breaks and that they're basically using this year as a trial run. Um, I'm trying to remember if there's a third goalkeeper, but I know Sean Johnson and Jane St. Clair are involved for the Major League Soccer side of it. Um, And so they will be basically doing a pilot program for the fans at Allianz Field during commercial breaks to get a sense of goalie wars. And I mean, one... Can you keep the name Goalie Wars at this point? I feel like we're kind of shying away from using wars uh, as terminology right. for non-wars. But two, more importantly, for like the purposes of this trial run, isn't going to be the branding of it, but I think it's going to be much more of the execution. And what's it going to look like? How far away would the distance be? Does this even work? Do people get into it? Yes, obviously, people will get into it. We promise. So, um, <laughs> We're gonna, it'll be fun we're gonna we're gonna make sure that uh using yeah. our positions to get everybody uh <laughs> back into goalie wars by the way if anybody out there if you're listening or you're watching this and you have no idea what we're talking about uh finish the episode because we're almost done and then uh go to go on google and just search for mls all-star goalie wars there is a video of i believe the two goalkeepers that were involved were joe cannon and zach yep. thornton two very yes. very big dudes uh yeah. who were <laughs> absolutely rifling the ball back and forth uh it's hard to discern why or what the score is peak classic mid-2000s mls goalkeepers truly yeah yeah um well i look forward to the return of that particular event i look forward uh to to hearing and 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 hearing what you have to say about it jeff Mm -hmm. uh and of course maybe the all-star game as well which is on wednesday until then Mm -hmm. though uh thank you so much for coming on the show today Yeah, thanks for having me. Before we go, a quick TV guide for today. As usual, all times are Eastern, and we have a lot of soccer in the afternoon today because it's the third qualifying round for the Champions League. The winners of these ones move on to the next round, which then determines who fills up the final 
uh, spots in the Champions League group stage. So potentially some interesting matchups here at 1 p.m. Victoria Pilsen versus Sheriff Tiraspol. T- Sheriff Tiraspol, of course, had that very memorable result against uh, Real Madrid at the Bernabeu last year. Uh, that's on Paramount Plus and one football in Canada. Victoria is up 2-1 in that, so it'll be interesting to see if Sheriff can make the comeback. And then two games at 2.30 p.m. that are worth keeping an eye on and are on TV. First of all, PSV Eindhoven versus Monaco. That is on Paramount Plus and DAZN. That is tied 1-1 after the first leg, so anything can happen there. Also at 2.30 p.m., Sturmgras versus Dinamo Kiev. Dinamo Kiev up 1-0 in this game and obviously would mean a lot to that club to be able to advance to the Champions League if they're able to make it all the way. Then finally, of course, the thing that we've been talking about all episode long at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, the MLS All-Star Skills Challenge on all the networks that I mentioned earlier in the show. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can subscribe for $1 a month for six months by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thank you so much for listening, and happy soccer to you all.